0: I really need that music.
1: Mm-hmm. Things have been a little uh, stressful around here lately, huh? You got some Advent stress. Oh, the the end of the quarter,
0: uh, a bunch of other stuff going on, church stuff going on. Yeah. A lot of drama around. Drama, drama. Various parts. So yeah, I really need the
1: the easy beat drop. <laughs> I really need it. Yeah, we know what all those kids like, and they say they drop the beat. We can relate with them now. Uh, not exactly. Not exactly.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Mike Moore uh, sitting across the studio. It's Dave Fitch speaking to you now from the glorious Northern Seminary campus in uh, west parts of Chicago suburbs. Mm-hmm. And we're here doing the Theology on Mission podcast, where theology meets the questions of culture for God's mission, for God's kingdom. All right.
1: Did you have a good Thanksgiving, Mike? Yeah, Mark? I did. I didn't do too much. Did Sat you chat around anything? a lot? Um, yeah, I did some things. You got together with your whole family, I whole take it. Whole family. Uh, did you
0: say hello to your dad for me?
1: I don't know if your name came up. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're all buddies. Oh man.
0: We go back a long way
1: way back yeah what what no y- your name did come up because he all said right. that you you're he played baseball with your cousin. You're kidding me. I think that's right. Yeah my cousin yeah Latham. Yeah, played yeah ba- I played ba- they played baseball together out there in we- on Western the ch- PA.
0: Probably on one of the church softball <laughs> teams or something. There Isn't you that go. Great, okay, folks. Before we bore you to death with <laughs> more exciting family information, uh, we hope you had a, a lovely Thanksgiving and we're entering into the Advent season. Yes, and uh, we're great. It's great to be with you here on another Theology on Mission podcast. What's the
1: topic for today, Mike Moore? The title, the meaning of the word. Submission. All right, all right. That's not a very good title. The meaning of the word. Okay, sorry. Um, the the meaning of the word I, I, is not a good title. I'm just reading what you wrote. All right, on but the I paper. didn't intend it to be a title. <laughs> no, uh, folks, uh, uh, we're we're
0: we're kind of I don't know coming around again to the issue of the word submission and yes. how it works in leadership. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not. Leadership. Uh, Mike Moore, the word submission has gotten a bad rap. Um, It's really been an abused word, if that's possible. If you can abuse a word, this word has been the subject of and been used to abuse. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Can you uh, fill that in for me a little bit? Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean, whether it's uh, in the church or in the household, Uh, Patriarchy Patriarchy uh, Submission Wives submit Submit Yourselves. sometimes means In toxic cultures Do what I say Say as I do Don't question me Uh, I'm the authority figure Whether I'm a male That makes me the authority figure Whether I'm the pastor That makes me the authority figure But I have a divine right Because I've been ordained by God To do what I am saying Yeah so it's been
0: used in marriages uh, Mm -hmm. In the
1: marriage In what what
0: we might call patriarchy, but it's also been used in pastoral authority to abuse people to s- submit to pastoral authority. Have you ever uh, run into
1: that in your lifetime? Mm, yes, I have. Have you ever been the subject of uh, abuse? Yep, I was. And then I yeah, you know, I, I just got done listening to the last episode of the Morris Hill. All right, so there too. we have a primary <coughs> I mean, yeah. candidate for the abuse of the word submit. Yeah, yeah. In so that I, culture. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. We, it's been well documented. We know it well.
0: Um, you know, submit to uh, the government. So submit has been generally uh, one one of those words, one of those theological words, one of those theologies that's been used to underwrite much abuse mm-hmm. and uh, coercion. Uh, it's been used by leaders to gain compliance Um but actually, what I want to argue for, and I just think, by the way, I have tried to come up with substitute words for the word submission. Okay. And I have not been very successful. Okay. Mm. Like, uh, I've had my friend J.R. Briggs suggest meek, be meek before. I, I like the word meek. I don't like the word meek. Okay. Why? Um, I think that it doesn't correctly. Uh, like, I. Okay, so I'm an old hockey player. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meek uh, uh, communicates
1: weakness. Oh, that's why I like it. But anyhow, I just preached a sermon on meekness this past Sunday. But anyhow.
0: Okay, there is a certain kind of weakness
1: that actually vulnerability that is
0: strong.
1: Yes. But you're saying that meek doesn't quite get at what you're trying to get at with submission. I think so. But
0: I can be convinced, J.R. Briggs once convinced me, I think we were in Cleveland having a cup of coffee, and he Mm -hmm. talked about it a lot. And then he went off and started using it in the next presentation we were in. Oh, okay. Uh, So uh, meekness seemed to work for him. I don't think it works for me. What about surrender? Mm, No. Really? No, because I don't think submission is surrender. Mm -hmm. I think it's a participation in a mutuality. Mm-hmm. That generates God's work among us. So, uh, anyways, if you come up with one, folks, yep. put it yep. in the show notes, put it Please in the do. comments, let us know. But in the New Testament, I want to suggest, and this is really the crux of what I want this podcast to be about uh, it suggests that the leader is the one who submits. It's not the leader who says, You submit to me. Mm-hmm. It's the leader who submits and submits first. Now, I don't know if that blows your mind, but it's a complete turnaround of the way the word submission has been used and abused within Christianity and our culture
1: and other ways. Okay, so just to unpack that, submission is first and foremost the role of the leader. That's what you're saying. In the
0: Christian world, in the kingdom of God, Mm -hmm. where Jesus is Lord, it is the leader who submits first. I see. Yeah, and then invites an
1: act of response in mutual submission, as opposed to the leader requiring people to submit first to him. To to him, it's a him. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: Yeah. So it's a completely different dynamic. I submit, so if I'm a leader, I propose something. I say, I see A, B, and C. Um, And I think in light of B and C, we need to do D. Mm -hmm. I submit to you, what do you see? How does that, how how do you, do you see the same thing? Does Mm -hmm. it make sense? Would you do something differently? And mm-hmm. a conversation begins out of mutuality, yeah, yeah. not a, as a dictatorial posture. Right. Actually, the the posture over is overturned. I submit to you. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do you think? Do you, a lot of a lot of people might say, "Well, that's that's uh, you got to be careful with that, Fitch, because you it might be a game you're
1: playing to actually yeah. get
0: your will <laughs> done and manipulate it over somebody."
1: Yeah, but you I see I, the danger. I don't, yeah, I don't see it as a manipulative move. I see it as you're offering it to somebody else and opening it up to their response and they can receive it or they can. But it's much more than just opening it up to
0: their response. I'm actually submitting it yeah. to them for their it's more than the approval for their engagement. Their discernment. Their discernment. Yeah. I'm opening myself up to be changed and transformed mm-hmm. by the engagement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so actually, um, folks, I really do think this this uh Changes the power dynamic. It's, by the way, a big theme of mine these days. I'm writing a book about power. That's right. And I see worldly power as power over. I see the power of the kingdom at work in and through Jesus Christ as power with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a power that is empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit in weakness, in vulnerability, uh, in mutuality. Yeah. And so it's a consistent theme in the New Testament. Hmm. I submit to you. Um, It starts. A a leader uh, can lead or initiate, and I think that's maybe what a leader should be doing—initiating. Right. But this uh, process of submission sets discernment into motion. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not um, finished with me saying what I gotta say. It's certainly not going to come around to me saying, "Okay, I think I'm right anyways, you're wrong." Yeah, I have yeah. to respond to what if I'm if I'm leading the discussion, if I'm leading the issue, I ha- I cannot remain unchanged by the interaction of I submit to you or else mm. I wasn't submitting to anybody or anything.
1: Right. Right. So for the leader, you're not necessarily making the decision, but you are initiating the conversation. I am through the act of submission.
0: I'm maybe even initiating the proposal or the right. action, right? Right. Or the clarifying communication. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, this is leadership. Uh, we work towards the Spirit's movement among us by mutually submitting, to listening to every voice, to learning. And arriving at an agreement uh, among us so that I know it's Matthew 18 is about reconciliation, but still the principle applies when two or three agree on any one thing. In my name, under my authority, there am I in the midst. What is bound on heaven, what is bound on earth is bound in heaven. What is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. Mm -hmm. So, um this is how the kingdom works. Mm-hmm. This is how uh, movement happens into yeah, the future. Yeah, How transformation takes place. Hmm. Have you ever uh, experienced this kind of approach to leadership? Have
1: you ever been
0: this kind of leader, Mike hmm.
1: Yeah, I think there's been moments. Um, I think about people in particular who have modeled this really well for me. Um, <laughs> the first thing I thought of was meekness, um, but meekness who- <laughs> is good. If you want to go with meekness, go ahead. Go with meekness. Uh, but people who have somewhat of a, a meek disposition, but it, but but they're not meek in terms of being indifferent or uh, not holding their convictions strongly. But there is this posture of submitting with open hands uh, to me or to others, and uh, not not just our input, but our but our our real discernment. Um, on you know an issue or a proposal or a decision that has to be made for the church. So yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you know, I think of some. I I find this theme coming out again and again in the Apostle Paul's writings, but of course Jesus said it really clearly in Mark chapter ten. Um, he says, you know, okay, you remember uh, the same the same text, by the way, in Matthew. No, Luke 22. The apostles are always kind of jockeying for position. Sure, They're always asking who gets to sit at the right hand, who gets to sit at the left, who gets Mm -hmm. to tell people what to do. Right. Kind of like you, Mike, Moore. sometimes when Mm -hmm. you're working with me. I don't know. Just jockeying. I I don't want to lay it heavy on you right now in the middle of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, Jesus says, you idiots. I didn't say exactly that. But he says in Luke 22, and and I'm reading off of Mark 10, verse 42, you know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as rulers, lord it over Mm. them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But not so among you. Whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. In Luke, uh, well, the Johannine account, he then proceeds to wash his disciples' feet. And they are shocked Mm -hmm. that the Messiah, the one to become king is washing their feet the lowest of the lowest acts of submission to the other person you can possibly do
1: in that culture right in the verse right before he washes their feet john writes jesus knew that all things had been given to him and been put underneath him and then the next verse he washes their feet so once john establishes all things have been given to him under his power he then washes their feet reiterating that that's how power works once jesus you know has been established with power from the father he then in turn serves his disciples by submitting to them and so i i like to be just absolutely
0: clear here i believe there's two kinds of power at work there's the worldly power the Mm -hmm. power over Um, And I could go on a long diatribe right now, I won't do it, on why that is so ubiquitous in in America and evangelicalism and Protestantism in general, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But there's another power at work, and it's the power of Jesus at work by his presence through the Holy Spirit. It's yeah. God at work and this is the way He's going to change the world. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to allow space for God to work, we've got to be these kinds of leaders. Yes. Amen. Uh, okay, here's another text. Romans 12. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm not going to go through all these texts, but um, Romans 12 says, "For by the grace given to me, I say everyone to everyone among you, not to think of yourselves, more highly than you ought to think. Uh, Don't. Don't do it, Dave Fitch. Don't think you're better, you're above everybody else. But think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, not all members have the same function. So we who are many are one, and individually members of one another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Mm-hmm. According to the grace given to us. Okay, we each have been given a task, an empowerment by the Holy Spirit to do a certain task. Prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry and ministering, teaching and teaching, exhorting and exhortation, giver in generosity, and he goes on, and it's quite clear what he's saying stay in your lane use your gift and submit yourself to the other gifts mm-hmm. in mutuality mutual submission the one who
1: leads with a gift submits to the other with a gift the the one who leads submits to the other so then wives submit to your husband i'm thinking of other pa- like i'm thinking through other passages where there's submission yes so you know Ephesians five, right?
0: Okay, you're going to go right to Ephesians five now. You're not going to go stick with Romans twelve for just. Well, a Well, no, it was,
1: it, sorry, it was good, but I, I I saw a window opened up there, and I'm like, okay, what 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 would he do with uh, Ephesians five? All right,
0: well, this is going to blow your mind uh, because uh, I actually I actually think that Ephesians five, you know, the general principle appears at the heading there: submit yourselves one to another out of reverence for or submission to christ and then he um paul starts to recite the household codes right but he turns them into mutuality doesn't say just wives submit yourselves to your husbands and leave it at that he says men die for your wives in return but here's something i'd like you to think about Uh, if it's true that that the, the person who's leading goes first in submission, Right. this would make wives in the position of leading right. their husbands right. by submitting first to their— I actually think this just so totally reflects the revolutionary uh, leadership dynamic of the kingdom. It runs through the entire kingdom, and it, it manifests itself in marriage. Mm-hmm. Mutual submission and the act of submission is the act of the leader first what do you say about that
1: yeah i think it's great i like it okay
0: so uh i don't know how how much time we got how much more time we got left but i know anytime i bring up the word submit uh and and the idea of one leading submitting we are asking people who have been abused by a leader to submit to that leader As an act of boldness, courageousness, and actually I submit Mm -hmm. that that act of submission breaks and reveals the stronghold of evil power if it's there. But I think people are going, you've got to be kidding me, Fitch. You're asking someone who has been abused to submit to a leader as an act of leadership? Uh, Here's what I want to say to that. Do you
1: have anything to say before I say what I want to yeah, say? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm tracking you. Can you say it one more time? You're asking somebody to submit to a leader as an act of leadership. Is that right? Yeah.
0: Like, um, okay, uh, let's just say there's a there's a, a megachurch uh, pastor too, not too far from here who's abusing mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. I think that became clear and obvious. Yeah. Um, how do we break that evil stranglehold of? Worldly power gone bad. by the way, I think worldly power, just so often, because of its contagious, corrupt nature, often goes bad. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we break the hold of that power on people? And uh, I might say, well, you go before the leader and you you tell him, in this case it was a hymn, yeah uh, what you have observed how you have felt and go on and describe the pain and the abuse that you have experienced at the hands of this leader. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say, like Matthew 18 intimates and other occasions as well, you don't go alone if you've been abused by a leader. You go with a witness. You go Mm -hmm. with some support. Um, That's happened in my life. People have asked me to come and be present with them while they confront a leader, yep. or the leader is possibly going to confront them with something. Um, and I believe, by the way, if the uh, leader does not submit, that's an act of abnegation of leadership. Right. Right. And if the leader is going to get violent and abuse more, you must leave because that is a false church. That is not the church anymore. Disqualifies them. It is a disqualifying function. Mm -hmm. It disqualifies the leader, and it says, this isn't church anymore. You need to leave. Right, right. Do not put yourself in the place of abuse. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how submission works, too. Submission reveals the lack of submission and the abuse of power. And it says, if you're not getting submission... And, and by the way, you can tell, never mind needing a witness, you can tell, then you need to leave. Yeah, yeah, okay. So what final questions might you have, um, you know, about this whole theory of submission as a quality, as a posture, as a, the means of how
1: one leads in the kingdom of God? Um, I, I can anticipate some kind of pushback from people who say it doesn't go far enough. Doesn't like, go far enough. Yeah. If there's abuse from a leader, I mean, the, at, at this point now, as I'm talking about, it, I realize we're kind of turning slightly, kind of expanding the conversation. But, you know, if there's an abuse from a leader, you know, Matthew 18 is going to do something, but it's not going to go far enough, um, with some of these like really egregious acts of abuse. Right, you have systems, and frankly, um, you have some very abusive
0: systems. You have, can I put it this way? You have churches built to be abusive systems. Mm -hmm. Yep. By entering into that system and saying, I submit, you might be playing into the structures of abuse, which is why I'm saying, if there is no
1: mutual submission, you have just revealed it to be a ruse in the first place, right. If they refuse to submit, then it reveals the toxicity of the church, right. And this is why I th- I feel like a lot of our efforts to, um,
0: um, I don't know, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Reconstitute, mm-hmm. uh, r- redeem these yeah. mega church, rearrange the furniture, <laughs> is really band-aids yeah. over a fallen system yep. that needs to be abolished mm-hmm. uh, and started all over again Yeah, and I feel like that's been revealed mm-hmm. I feel like that's what happened to Mars Hill Church mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's happening in a lot of churches across the land yes. where the abuse is being revealed and frankly it couldn't happen soon enough mm-hmm. because by the time those structures I mean they should have come down a long time ago right right um Let's, uh, let us let, let me just. So, this is all off my Facebook post from uh, last week, uh, folks. I have a Facebook page. You can follow it. Fitch Est is how you find it F I T C H E S T on Facebook. But uh, here's someone who says um, Dave, what do you do with Hebrews 13? When does obey your leaders come into play? Do you know what verse he's talking about in Hebrews 13?
1: Um, Are you that copious of a biblical I, I, scholar? I know Hebrews 12 really well. Um, oh, but you don't know Hebrews 13. I'm pulling up right now. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, Sorry, go ahead. I'm also well, anyways, Hebrews 12,
0: But Hebrews What do you do with that text, uh, Mike Moore, uh, where it says, Obey your leaders, I think in verse 17. I just sprung this on him, I got folks. you
1: have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over the over you as those who must give an account yeah well i think what when it says de- have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority i yeah. just keep coming back to how are we defining leaders yeah and um as you're saying submit to their authority submission is mutual so okay it's a two-way street
0: hmm i don't know if too many people in our audience
1: are convinced, Mike. Moore. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't be convinced either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I see a lot of dynamics going on in in uh, Hebrews thirteen. For instance, it starts out uh, with love one another. what is it? What is your your version? How does it read on Hebrews yep. thirteen? Yeah, one? Keep on loving one another. So so some some would translate that mutual love. It's like the dynamics. Uh, that we're talking about, I believe, that first verse. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you go from there to verse 7 where uh, the writer says, can you read
1: verse 7? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you.
0: Yeah, remember your leaders. I would say, uh, the word remember, you know, I mean, Paul probably most likely didn't write Hebrews, but mimesis is a Eucharistic word. Be present to the presence of your leaders. It's kind of like... Uh, remember Jesus at the Eucharist, be present to his presence at the Eucharist, be present to your leaders, is another way of saying engage them, be present yeah, to them. Yeah. So there's this sense that uh, we need to be present to leadership. So we do have the opposite thing go on in churches where you know people are all just going off on their own autonomous authority. That's not good for the church either. Mm-hmm. And in this chapter, uh, I believe it says they were listening to strange teachings and going off on their own and doing everything. And, and often we see that dynamic today. And uh, I've seen churches fall apart because there is no um, sense of God's working through leaders. Yeah. And it kind of turns into a, like a rogue Democracy and all submission is lost. Mm-hmm. There's, it's not just mutual submission that's lost. It's all submission that's lost. So I think that's the issue that Paul is, uh, Paul is tending to. I think there's a danger to the health of Christians, mm-hmm. and there's a danger to the health of the church yeah. when we are not present to each other and our leadership. And I don't think you can be mutually submitted mm-hmm. to one another if you're not present.
1: To the other yeah and i think that's what that's getting at that's good yeah you kind of set me up on that one <laughs> you you asked for my take on it and then you're like well actually maybe and then you start riffing on a couple of different verses and you pull out the greek <laughs> <laughs> I admit it. I admit it. I had I had my answer all lined. Yeah, up. Yeah, I feel like somebody did their exegetical homework. But I be- did want be- to see be- what you would this. say. I was submitting to you. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks. All <laughs> uh, right.
0: Well, I think this conversation about how the leader uh, engages people he's leading or she's leading. Yes. by mutual submission by submitting first i think it's a way of undermining mm-hmm. the sick forms of worldly power that so often seep into our churches corrupt our leaders yes. and corrupt our churches and i just encourage everybody out there to think about how they lead especially pastors but also everybody who leads in the church think about how they posture themselves mm-hmm. when they make us when they initiate a proposal or initiate i need clarity on this communication yeah. where are we going in this regard i submit to you this sounds like this submission is the opening it first of all it uh blocks or disrupts worldly power at work mm-hmm. and also then it opens space for the holy spirit to speak And and work in our conversations and lead the church to new places. And that's what we need when we're engaging a culture that is so torn up by antagonism, anger, and confusion. Hmm. Let's be leaders like the Apostle Paul. Let us submit ourselves one to another out of reverence for Christ. Amen. Amen. That's an amen. Amen. Uh, And that's a wrap on another podcast, Theology on Mission. Before we go, Mike Moore, any
1: announcements? Yeah. um, I was in my phone because I was trying to find uh, these details. Um, But Oh, hello. Dave's phone's going off. Um, The only announcement that we have uh, that's coming up here in a little bit is... We got uh, the Brady Theology and Mission Lectures. Sorry about my phone mic more, but I can't find it. <laughs> well, oh, I think it's right it, there. It okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope it's an important phone call. Um, Brady Theology Mission Lectures next June. I'm going to be putting out an early invite to listeners of the podcast and people who have attended it in the past first come first serve sign up because it might be limited space. This is going to be with Willie Jennings on the west side of Chicago in a beautiful New Mount Pilgrim Baptist Church. By uh, the way, uh the New Mount Pilgrim Baptist Church is not the building itself is not new. <laughs> no, the building is very old. I think it I think it was I think it's historically a Catholic church. Yeah. But uh Reverend Dr. Marshall Hatch he, here at Northern Seminary, he is the be a host there. It. It's Stunning building. Um, well, it's
0: uh, stunning because it's a historic uh, it building. Is beautiful. Uh, and we'll be talking a lot more about that in the future. But yeah,
1: get in line for that, folks. It's going to be a great yes. time uh, this coming June. And one last thing. Uh, last time we had a podcast, we mentioned people should write a review. And so, just a shout out to a few people. I can't find it. A few people wrote reviews. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, I can't can't remember the one person. The other person was uh, GC in Philadelphia. I think we know who that is. So thanks to GC and Philly and um, our other friends who have reviewed the show recently, we appreciate it. Well, yeah,
0: if you can, folks, give give Mike Moore and Dave Fitch a shout out. We need all the help we can get. Yeah. Uh, on <laughs> yeah. on on social media. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure being uh, with you all. Uh, yes. We look forward to a great Advent season. Uh, we have another. one or two podcasts in the hopper coming up Mm -hmm. before Christmas Uh, we are so pleased to have been with you uh, today thanks for listening and until next time it is Mike Moore and Dave Fitch until next time